What's up, party people? It's your boy, Daddy Goods, and today we got Adaris Quinn. Round of applause. How are you feeling today over there, Miss Adaris Quinn? I'm feeling great. How are you? Um, pretty good, pretty good. Just chilling, getting my wits back together. I told you I was on vacation last weekend and I completely disconnected. And when I came back, I realized that I was relaxed, but maybe too relaxed because I was like discombobulated, disconnected, you know. <laughs> you need that though. You need to do that, especially if you're working really hard. You gotta kiss disconnect at that level. Have a real vacation. 100%. It's absolutely necessary. I'm one of those people that when I'm on vacation, I don't take, well, time out. I take pictures. I was going to say I don't take pictures. I do take pictures, but I take a lot of them, right? But I don't post any of them while I'm on vacation because I don't want to be on social media at all, you know? That's good. Oh, hell yeah. Being on social media isn't a vacation. That's not a real vacation then. No, it's not. It's not at all. But I mean, I guess if you're on vacation by yourself and you want to feel like you're with others, that might be a good way. <laughs> yeah, true. Or you can just sit there and talk to people, you know, sit down at the bar, chat a little bit. That's my love. That's what I love doing is like going out to eat or whatever and striking up a conversation with just like a random person. I love really? that. I love that. Yes. Especially older people. <laughs> Uh, collect a little bit of wisdom while yeah. you're out in the town. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to be old. Like I love, I love their energy so much. <laughs> right. I yeah. feel you. No, the the energy is definitely different. What do you think that it might be? Is is it because they have had more life experiences, so they know when to just chill and relax? Yeah, they don't take everything too seriously. You know, they're enjoying. They're enjoying life. Why do you think we take things so serious these days? Oh, man, we could go deep with that one. But we I mean, there's a lot of serious things going on around us, you know? A lot yeah. of serious things going around us. So it's like life is heavy. Life is heavy, especially in the media and stuff right now. Life is heavy. Right. It could be energy sucking, too, if you like dive oh, yeah. too deep into all of the stuff going on in the news and in the social medias and stuff, because the algorithms will pump just the right content to oh, make yeah. you feel a little depressed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that's why I'm glad that there is people like yourself, Adaris Quinn, shout out to you, that provide entertaining content so that people can forget about all the energy-sucking things going on in the world. So shout out to that. It looks like you have a lot of fun creating the content that you do. Oh, I love the content that I do. I have so much fun. Like, I always tell people I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed to be able to do this and make a living from this because I love feet. <laughs> like, mm. I've always loved feet. I absolutely love feet. So it's like I'm getting paid to just be me, which is the fucking best job that I could have. That is the best job that you can have when you're getting paid That's just to be you. That's the way everybody should get paid is to just be their self and have fun with it. When did it all start? Like, when did you know that you were a fetishist? Um, I don't think until I was like a teenager, probably like. 
Like there are certain behaviors that I did from a lot younger age, but like I didn't, I didn't associate it being with a fetish until I was like a teenager, and I learned a lot more about that sort of thing. <laughs> like, like what kind of things were you doing? Um, well, I played soccer, and so like my feet would get like really stinky and really sweaty, and I would like sniff my feet and like suck on my feet, and it was like part of my routine like part of my ritual like after a soccer game i would like take off my socks and like smell them and even smell like my shin guards and like take off my shoes and like smell them and like like suck on my toes and like suck the sweat off my toes <laughs> what and this yeah. is before you knew anything about the the foot fetish community about or foot fetishes or about any of that like i just like that was just my thing, you know, like that's what I would do. And I did not tell anyone about it. I did not show anyone. I'm sure my mom caught me multiple times, but like <laughs> she might have like, understood that. Myself. <laughs> hey, but she might have understood. Like, have you ever had that conversation with your mom, like about foot fetish? I mean, now I have. And what is the conversation? Like, you, like? you want to take pictures with me? There are some people that oh. would love mom and mom and daughter pictures. Oh, that's got to be a kink out there. Oh, absolutely. That's all over the place. That's all over the place. But she's not into it. She's like, no, thank you. I'm quickly <laughs> learning that. Things. Yeah. What's that? I'm quickly learning that there's a like there's something for everybody, and oh, yeah. no matter no matter no matter what it may be. You got to like learn to not say things like, oh, that's weird or that's odd. Like, why would you like that? Because everybody just likes what they like. They have their own thing. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I never try to judge. There are certain things that I won't partake in, but I'm never like you, you know, idiot. How could you like that or whatever? It's just kind of like, OK, that's your thing. That's your thing. Like for me, a big one, like I don't like race play. I won't do race play. <laughs> but like I understand that that's someone's kink, you know? Right. Because like what? I kind of like, on my end, I kind of like that. Like I like being a submissive woman sometimes. So it's like I can kind of understand, you know, women have a history of being like pretty much like property too. So it's just kind of like, I'm like, okay, it's kind of like me wanting to be dominated and not you know like it's kind of in the same thing but i still won't participate in it you know i hear you is there a certain anxiety about the footage getting leaked no no not for me i don't care <laughs> my whole family knows what i do like i'm very open and honest about it so it's not an issue for me but as far as like the the race play goes because i know that you say that like it's a huge no-no for you that's like your limitation right there um yeah. because it probably could be you know interpreted in a completely wrong way if you were to indulge in that content and then it gets leaked and then people are like oh snap Adaris quinn is you know whatever they may call you at that point yeah for me it's just like i never want to get used to using those words so it's like, why would I, I'm not going to do it in the first place. It's not about like it getting leaked. It's like, I just don't want that to become part of my vocabulary. <laughs> like right. that's it. You know, like 
if you get used to seeing it in videos, even if you're getting paid for it, it's like you're still getting used to saying it. Right, right. I hear what you're saying. So, I don't want to be there. So growing up for me in the Bay Area, California, I grew up around just a melting pot of people, right? And I have friends of every walk of life. No kidding. And a lot of times I would have friends tell me like, oh, you, you got the <laughs> you got the card. You, you can say yeah. whatever you want. And I'm just like, I can't, though, man, like saying certain words just don't roll off the tongue right for me. And it or it doesn't feel right either. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 110 percent. You're like, no, like my mouth doesn't even want to say this. Like, I'm not even I don't like thank you. I appreciate that. But it's like it's still I have no urge to say it, you know? Right. A lot of people have that. I thought it should be. (laughs) What was that? I said, I feel like that's how it should be. No, for sure. I mean, everybody should, you know, respect one another, you know, 100%. And especially when it comes to, you know, like, if you're a certain nationality and you're dropping, like, N-bombs and stuff like that. I mean, because, I mean, that's what we're talking about right now, right? Yeah. (laughs) And I, and I know, I know a few, um, I mean, shout out to, you know, everybody. And I don't like to get like all like political and stuff like that on the podcast, but you know, um, I know a few, few people who, who dropped the, the, the N bomb religiously and, you know, nobody says nothing to them, but it's like, ah, man, I don't know, man. Like (laughs) you feel right saying that. Yeah. Yeah. You hear that. And then you kind of feel a certain like kind of way towards them. You're just kind of like, Using it a little like loosely, I don't know. I don't enjoy it. <laughs> it makes I me feel uncomfortable. It makes me feel really uncomfortable when people use it. I'm just like, what a uh, what a random topic, right? <laughs> just why not? I love random topics. Like let's just, just go into whatever. Just spitballing, you know. Um, so you starting off in the in the foot fetish world like what was the initial point that you realized you wanted to start making content and how long ago was it um it was three years ago it was in november of 2019 Mm -hmm. where i live we get like really bad fires and i couldn't go anywhere because the fire that was near my house was blocking both of the freeways Mm -hmm. so i was like i was like whatever i guess i'm just gonna like i'm gonna make a foot page i was dating a guy with a foot fetish and he made some weird remark to me about the fact that like i couldn't be like a foot model or whatever and i was like bitch excuse me excuse me i can't (laughs) use that language on here but like yeah so i just created a foot page and like within on instagram and within i would say a week i had like a thousand followers and I was gaining like a thousand followers a week and I just went with it, you know, the pandemic yeah. hit and I was like, perfect, you know, <laughs> I can just make, I can just do this. And what trips me out is that you were pre pandemic. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of folks started off during the pandemic because they were locked inside their house, not sure what to do. And so they started exploring the different options that they had online. And that's when, you know, OF started to really pop off. I, oh, yeah. And and you you have an OF, correct? Yes. I would do. you would you say that's like the uh that's like the number one site to use these days? 
I would say, yeah, it's still the number one site. I mean, Fansly is just as popular. I would think, I think Fansly allows a lot more. So. Where do you feel like you get the most notoriety? Definitely on like OnlyFans. OnlyFans, definitely. But it's because I'm funneling them there, right? Like mm-hmm. it's up to the artist to like let your followers know where they can find you, right? Because they're finding you first on social media of some sort. Right. And then when they want to take it a step further, it's up to you to tell them where they take it a step further. If it's OnlyFans, it's OnlyFans. If it's Fansly, it's Fansly. Those seem to be the two big ones right now. Right. So I see on IG that you like you have like no holds barn. Like I, you have one of the more explicit IGs I've ever seen. Like how often like does your IG go down or has it ever? Are you one of the lucky ones? Um, I've had an IG. I've had like four IGs. <laughs> <laughs> I've had like four of them. This one I just don't care about. I like don't use hashtags. I don't ask for shout outs. I don't do any sort of promotion for it whatsoever. And I've had almost no problems. <laughs> so maybe, so perhaps um, it's the shout outs sometimes that can cause issues. Oh yeah. If you're doing anything like that, it's going to, it's going to get attention on your page. You know, there are, there are groups that literally their whole purpose is to try to take down like foot fetish pages. That's their whole purpose. That's their really? whole focus of the group. And so-, so there's an actual group of people um, that are conspiring together to get rid of foot pages. Yes. Like, yes. Foot models like usually send out warnings about them. I think one of the like ones I don't pay attention anymore because I don't care about my Instagram. But one of the ones back in the day was like headhunters or something like that. But literally, like the models will be in group chats and they'll send out information on these people that are like literally trying to take down pages. And, you know, they're trying to take down pages because all of their posts are just pages that they help take down and then bragging about it. (laughs) So, yeah, there are actual groups that do that. Because this, yeah. this fetish is hated on, you know, for whatever reason, this fetish fetish is really like hardcore hated on by like mainstream people. So, yeah, there are groups that do that. It's I know funny. that sounds weird and suspicious. It no, that's it's it's actually facts. <laughs> it's yeah. it's kind of it's kind of crazy because it's like, man, you can focus so much time, attention, and energy towards certain things that could be productive in your life yet there's people that focus on trying to tear other people down and it's absolutely wild to me because where are those people's dreams and aspirations you listen if you're listening to this right now and you're one of those people you can do some productive ass shit and you can do it (laughs) whatever it may be you can fucking do it you know what i'm saying like Do you sometimes wonder that the people that run those kind of pages, that they have a lack of motivation for success in their own lives? Um, Honestly, I think a lot of those people feel stuck and I think they feel helpless in their own lives. They feel like the only place that they can have the impact is like in joining a group like that or like 
doing a page like that where they're trying to take other people down, you know, they just don't like, yeah. 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 I would say yeah. definitely. Definitely. Well, you know, it is what it is at, at the end of the day. I mean, Adaris Quinn, you are just going to keep on creating and being yourself and having fun with it. The, the, the plenty of feet podcast and myself, you know, we're going to continue to have fun no matter what. So, you know, it is what it is. People are going to do what they got to do. And I know what we got to do is we got to bring in a foot Marshall right quick and it will be right back with the people. So what's up everybody. If you're tuning in right now, be sure to smash that like button. Subscribe to the channel if you have not yet. <laughs> and leave that review on Spotify if you're watching on Spotify or if you're on Apple, leave that review on Apple. It would be greatly appreciated. Shout out to Adaris Quinn. I could tell she's trying her best not to get... Uh, YouTube fired up. <laughs> I had to stop real quick. I was like, oh, I dare snow. I dare snow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. Shout out to the people watching live. If you're here live, drop some fire emojis in the comments. Shout out to everybody here right now. The Darius Quinn's fans. And, of course, the fans of the Pop Pod. We appreciate y'all. Let's bring it back. All right. We're back. Thank you for like uh trying your best to like <laughs> I I think I think we got a little I think we got a little close there for a second. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> it can. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Are you like you're like like ready for content at all times during the day, it seems. Pretty much. Pretty much. I try to be, you know. I try to be ready for because you never know. Someone's going to DM you and want something. So it's like, okay, let's go. Let's make it in and what out. Is a, what is a typical turnaround time for, for a custom? Um, I typically try to do it within 24 hours. That's yeah. reasonable. Yeah. Usually if you catch me in the morning, it's usually same day. You'll have it that night. But when That's... I do customs, I get a lot of orders. So... <laughs> Like sometimes are they way too backed up and you're like, oh shit, I, I'm gonna be busy for a couple of days. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Sometimes it takes three days, you know. I seen a clip of you on Instagram and you were inside of like a car in in like a, a neighborhood. And you just started doing your thing. And I'm like, oh wow. Like does the does it like ever just like happen sporadically like that where you're like, all right, I got to get some content because I'm feeling it on my uh, creative juices are flowing at the moment. And I just got to do this now. It seems like that happens for you. Yes, absolutely. Um, that's when I make my best content is like not when I'm planning it, not when I'm like scheduling it. It's just like we're going to go right now. I have a video where I was like literally right after the gym and I just knew my feet smell which is like a really big thing for me and so like I just went for it like right after the gym <laughs> you know turned on my car like turned on my camera on my car and just like filmed it and went and enjoyed myself you know 
because that's the thing is I love feet and I love being able to do this. So mm-hmm. I'm going to enjoy myself when I do it. I'm not going to just like do it for like the camera or whatever. Like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy myself multiple right. times. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that though. Do, yeah. do you, this might be a TMI question, but I feel like you'd be down to answer it. Do you like get off on like self-worship? Yeah, definitely. Sometimes I find it hard to like get off if I'm not. <laughs> really? Like you like have to be self-worshiping? Feet aren't like near my face or like close to it. Like I have a hard time sometimes getting off without that. Um yeah, it's kind of, it's almost like kind of necessary, especially at this point. If I didn't have like a foot fetish before, if it wasn't fully formed or ingrained in me, like after yeah. being in this work, it's like, it's just like, it's, <laughs> that's my, you know what? It's just, uh, um, yeah. right away, like right away. It's, I love it. <laughs> All right. Have you ever been caught in public? Um, probably. (laughs) 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 You're like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, possibly, probably, probably. I'm usually so involved in what I'm doing. I mean, I've definitely been caught in public. I have a picture of a guy staring right at me while I'm taking like pictures with everything out. So like, yeah, no, I've definitely been caught. That one was out of park. The guy's just like, in the I, was, I was taking <laughs> pictures of my wife's feet in, uh, in public just over the weekend, actually. Uh-huh. And, and I was wondering, like, <laughs> I wonder what people are thinking right now, or if they're thinking at all, but they have to be right. <laughs> if in public. thinking at all. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think people even care anymore. You know, like maybe in some areas of the US they care still, but I feel like especially here in like California and stuff, people are pretty pretty open to it. Like they don't mind. They know they know what's up. They know what the fuck's up. If okay? you're a a foot fetishist, California, any beach city really, or any beach city in the world. Honestly, it's probably where you should be. <laughs> amazing. amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Here, I, I mean, Florida, too. When I first started, I was like, there are so many foot models in Florida. So, like, here and in Florida. Toes mm. out. Toes out all the time. Sun's out, toes out. I yes. wear sandals in winter here. I live in Southern California. I wear sandals in the middle of winter. I don't care. Yeah. Look at my feet. Never Look that cold in SoCal. <laughs> It's never that cold. I lived in San Diego for for a little bit of time, and um, I was cracking up because people would have scarves on in sixty degree weather, and I'm just like, "Stop, stop it! You should not have a scarf on." Yeah, why? Why? Why are you pretending? (laughs) Yeah, it's that's what I'm saying. It's crazy. All right, so but back to the back to the public question. So you're not sure if you've ever been. Cop. So, like, you don't really no, do. I've like definitely been caught by one older gentleman when I was at a park taking pictures because I literally have a photo of him standing right behind me as I'm showing off my bits, and he's like, 
He was definitely he was definitely watching. Like literally looking right at me. He's like, Oh my goodness. He couldn't believe it, huh? He's like, This is my lucky day. Oh yeah. Well, when I was out there, when I was out there, some other gentleman was like, Hey, do you need help? And I was just like, No. No, okay, yeah. thank you. <laughs> you asked if you needed help. Yeah, he asked if I needed help taking pictures of myself. And it I seems- got I got shy. I got shy. I was like, no, I'm but okay. See, from what I gather from you so far, though, you being open to conversation with strangers at restaurants, at, at a bar, or if you're out and about and you know somebody might say something to you, it seems like you got the type of personality to where you would be like... You wouldn't be like creeped out or, you know, like, oh, no, don't talk to me. It almost seems like you would be kind of like kind of um like just open to a conversation with like somebody that would you know hey you know do you need help like nah not really but you know thank you like are you are you like super shy or it doesn't seem like it i like i am and i'm not i get very very like super shy Mm -hmm. it's weird because i can get very very shy about like sexual stuff in that situation, I felt like he probably wanted a lot more than to help me with my pictures. I'm there with like, you know, a tit out and stuff like he's like, he's looking for more than just to help me with my pictures, like, you know. And so then in those situations, I'm like. <laughs> she said with my tit out. <laughs> you know, like, could you, you imagine know, like, a world where people just walked around like butt naked? That's probably what it is supposed to be. Yeah. I think it's what it's supposed to be. That would make everything a lot more even, but also a lot less sexual. Like, just because you see someone naked and say hi to them, it's like the presumption isn't going to be that they're going to have sex with you because everyone fucking walks around naked. Oh, my gosh. I need to stop with that. No, you're good. good. But everyone walks around naked, you know? So it's like. I'm keeping a. No longer sexual. (laughs) For real, I'm keeping a tally mark, by the way, every time you say fuck. I'm a, Please I'm, don't. Please you're on don't. You're on number God. seven now. Your your hand will get tired. Your hand will get tired. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I cuss too much. I cuss too much. <laughs> really? That's, that's that's your that's your language. Cuss words all day. That's my language. That's my language. They Do you are. speak other languages though? No. But people I think wish you I can claim them. yes. I can understand a lot of Spanish, but I don't speak a lot of Spanish. Mm, My son speaks more Spanish than I speak. (laughs) You know, like I'm, I'm, I try, I try. You know, what's crazy is that in other parts of the world, there's countries where people speak like four or five even languages and it's, yeah, I'm like, damn, I'm so jealous because if I was able to speak five different languages, it would be like, the best thing possible because the top can, of your list. yeah because communication is what everybody lacks in general you know so imagine if you were able to communicate with more people mm-hmm. it'd be fucking amazing um what, what language would you learn if you could learn like a new language like today just like in an instant well just off the top because i am half mexican um I, I should know how to speak spanish fluently yes. yeah you, are, was, you live in california <laughs> you're half mexican yeah yeah we both should 
Yeah. And and so now I'm in Las Vegas and now oh, I'm wow, okay. and there's a lot of Spanish speakers out here too. So that would be like the number one language that I would want to learn. But if I were to learn another one, it would probably have to be French or it would be something that I would be able to like speak in other like another well-known language or a common language rather, because I believe the top languages in the world. I'm going to Google this right now so that I'm not too off, but I believe it's Spanish and French. I'm going to look it up now just so everybody knows that we do facts on the pop pod. Hold on. Yes. Top language in the world. All right. I got I got you all right now. English, Mandarin, Hindi, Spanish, then French. So French is number five. So it looks like, Adaris, we got to learn how to do Mandarin. We have to know how to speak Chinese. Okay. Okay. We can do that. You think so? Yeah, I got a little Rosetta Stone, you know? <laughs> we, we, would, we would have a Rosetta Stone on the podcast, man. That's how we do it. Let's, uh, let's do a foot marshal and we'll come back now. All right. YouTube friendly, everybody. Yay. <laughs> Smash the like button, y'all. If you love this podcast, and I'll be right back. Drop those fire emojis if you love Adaris Queen. Adaris. I'm saying this so wrong all of a sudden. Oh, see, I got permission from Adaris herself. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Is that like how you? Yeah, I say it, Adaris. But it's not my real name, so you can you can say it however you like. <laughs> all right. So you say that you could be shy, but sometimes not so much. When you're working and collaborating with others that um, are in the same profession as you, like, is there ever like shy moments with that? Yeah, if I don't know them very well. Well, like, how do you break the ice in situations like that? Um, I've learned you just have to go for it. Ah. Uh. You don't have a lot of opportunities to break the ice, and you don't have a lot of time to break the ice. A lot of you know on a lot of occasions. Some of the girls I've worked with, they do sessions. So mm-hmm. they're here in LA for maybe, you know, one day. And then they're like only available for like a two hour time slot. <laughs> right, right, right. And it's just like get in and go. So you just kind of have to like get in and go. <laughs> yeah. I hear you on that. Does it feel like acting to you or does it feel like, like, all right, you have to be like indulged in the moment to where it doesn't feel like acting? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely what I go for. Like, I definitely try to just go into it and like, no, I'm going to do this like 110%. Um, 
because I'm not an actress. Like, I don't know how to act. I don't know how to do anything like that. Like, it's like, no, if I'm just going to go in and go hard. And if I make weird faces, I make weird faces. <laughs> There's something weird that gets stuck to my leg or like, you know, gets stuck to my foot. Then that's just what it is. Um, you know, I'm an, I'm an amateur, you know, I'm not like a professional content maker. So I just have to let it be that. And there's a lot of people that appreciate it for being that, you know, that's what they're is looking there, for. Is there ever any, um, and not to focus on like anything that's like outside of positivity, but is there ever any like backlash with the people who've been within the foot fetish community for a long time? Um, on like the type of content that is now becoming prevalent in the world, like such as like um, like nudity being involved in in foot pictures and things of that sort. Um, I don't know. There are people that like think that the two have to be separate, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know if there's backlash necessarily. There's different people that see it differently that think that like, you know, foot fetish should be only feet. And in my mind, it's kind of levels, right? Right. And it depends how you how far you want to go. Because if you only take pictures of your feet, there are some people that will never be interested in your content because they can't see your face. Right. If if so it's like it's kind of like, okay, you're only taking pictures of your feet. So you have this group of people that only want pictures of feet that can kind of be your base, right? But mm-hmm. then you take pictures of feet and face and your base gets a little bit bigger, right? Because right. the feet are still in it, but then you also get the people that want to see your base. Mm-hmm. And then let's say feet, face, and body, <laughs> nudity, we'll say, like mm-hmm. then you have an even bigger pool to grab from. You know, so it's like you just have to think about it in my mind like that. It's like, how big do you want your demographic to be? Right. There's a very only a small percentage of people that only want to see feet without seeing any other part of you. They just want to see your feet. That's a small demographic in the whole pool of people who have a foot fetish. So it's like, I don't know. It's a. it's, it is whatever you want it to be, I guess, you know, like you just have to mm-hmm. decide, like, how big do you want your demographic to be? I love that. You're talking <laughs> my language now. That's my, that's daddy goods language right there. I love talking yeah. about demographics and just everything that has to do with uh, marketing in general, because it's true by, by having all of those other things in your arsenal of content yeah. is you're not limiting yourself at all and you're only giving yourself more opportunity to grow. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think that's what everybody that's in content creation wants to do, right? Like you love feeling uh, the gratification from creating the content. That's why you continue to create it. If you didn't get any kind of gratification for it, you would probably stop, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And not not just not just like gratification from other people, but like it's amazing to look back at your work and be like, dang, I created that, you know? I put that together. I made that me and my phone. <laughs> you know, like it's a very rewarding feeling, especially if you're kind of a creative person. 
very rewarding feeling. Absolutely. And and look at you right now. You're on a podcast right now, you know, talking with some random guy, right? Named, named, named <laughs> that is. But like you realize you being a content creator that talks about demographics and stuff like that, you realize that things like this are necessary. Oh, yeah. They're, they're absolutely necessary. You know, you got to do stuff like that, especially like you got to keep growing. That's one of the things that I realized very, very early on. You can't be stagnant. Like you can't just depend, as silly as it sounds, you can't just depend on like the base that you have. You have to continue to grow your base, like continue and continue and continue. That's how you stay relevant. That's how you continue to make money. So it's like you can't you can't just hang out. You have to keep doing stuff like this. You have to keep engaging. Where do you see your brand in the next five years? Oh, geez, I don't know. <laughs> Where would you like it to be? Um, you know, I would like it in the next like five years to be a little bit on autopilot. Like I would like to be able to hang back a little bit. And I already have all my sites set up. I already have everything set up and kind of like, yeah, a little bit on autopilot because that's that's the goal, really. Excuse me as I throw my sock. Um, <laughs> that's the goal, really, is like that this becomes kind of something that is um, passive income. Right. Right. You take all this time. There's a lot of people that go different routes with it. There are the girls that do sessions. There's the girls that do Skype. And then there's girls like myself that create videos and create photo sets and put a lot of work in right now. And the idea is that like in five years, people can still buy the video that you made today. You're still making money off of it. Like you don't have to do any more work on it. You already put the work in. So that's kind of where I see myself in five years where I've put the work in and I'm kind of just seeing stuff come back for it. I feel you on that. Well, I'm glad to have had Adaris Quinn on the podcast to talk about that because now you can look back at this podcast in five years and you know, you'd be like, oh, shit, the manifestations, you know? I'm so excited for it, honestly. I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to come back and, like, watch it and be like, you see? You see what I said? You see? Yeah. Let me ask you this. Do you believe in the power of spoken word? Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, like, what does it mean for you, like, to say things that are, you know, positive and, you know, like to put it out there, you know, in the universe? Like, like when you do you watch like the things you say when you when you say them type of thing? Are you one of those people? Um, yes and no. Yes and no. I am now. But mm-hmm. that's because I was not before. And I used to be someone who was extremely negative to myself. I was never negative to other people. I was always very warm, very uplifting, but I was not somebody who could give that same love to myself Mm. until recently, really. And I'll be honest, starting into this, all of this (laughs) is part of what brought it out for me. Um, Really being able to love myself and really being able to like believe in myself because I would talk down to myself very, very, very hard. So now I talk up to myself a lot. <laughs> That's good. You know, That's- and so I've definitely like, it means a lot to me, like the way that you speak to yourself, 
is really, really huge. Really huge. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, and it rubs off on others, too. And you got that positive energy about you. And, you know, you got a certain aura. It attracts like-minded people and others that are, you know, very much so the same as well. That's that's what I noticed. And it's a lot like when they tell you, you know, you, you speak to flowers, you want to talk to flowers and say nice things to the plants and they'll grow and flourish and be beautiful plants. I think it's the same thing with us as people, you know, with the way we talk to ourselves and also the way we talk to others. I think that it's such a serious thing and that's just the power of words right there in general like as an example that's it couldn't be a more perfect example you know Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely i actually um this is kind of like random tangent but like i recently started doing ketamine therapy which is because i suffered from like a lot of anxiety and depression and that sort of thing But in the ketamine therapy, one of the things that I've learned is just like I have to be a lot more gentle to myself because like it's that's the only way that you're going to like be good to yourself. You have to be good to yourself. You know, you have to be gentle with yourself and forgiving of yourself and of other people, too. But if you can't do it for you, you can't do it for other people. (laughs) You know, that's 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 serious right there. Tell me about the ketamine uh, treatments is because I know ketamine a lot. Some people don't really know what ketamine is. Like, how would you describe ketamine to people? I mean, ketamine is a, I'm not actually sure what class of drugs it is, but it is, it can be kind of a psychedelic, but it's prescribed for myself. You can get it illegally, but it's prescribed for myself by a therapist and I'm working with a doctor with it and all of that. So it's all very safe and good. But it's a drug that helps you, I guess, for lack of a better word, kind of disassociate. So you can look at your feelings and you can look at your situations and you can look at what you're dealing with without uh, the heaviness of anxiety or the heaviness of feeling. You can look at it in a very like from a very neutral position and really see things for what they are. And it's been proven to be able to kind of change the pathways in your brain. So if you're somebody that's suffered with depression for a very long time, you've created certain thought pathways that you almost can't control. Your thoughts just go there. And uh, ketamine helps to to switch those pathways and change those pathways uh, so that you don't have to keep thinking the same way because your thoughts can be very destructive. Well, that's... That's awesome right there. I think that would be a great, you know, a therapeutic situation for a lot of people. And I know a couple people who used that the ketamine um, process to to get themselves off of certain drugs and things like that. Like people who might have been like addicted to a certain substance, they've used the, the ketamine to get them unhooked from it, which is very interesting to me because. You know, that just shows that there is there's some serious, you know, benefits of ketamine right there. So that's interesting that you bring that up. Oh, yeah. People use it for all sorts of things. Like when I was going through the initial process, you know, they had those questions like, are you addicted to something? Are you trying to get off cigarettes? You know, people that have been addicted to cigarettes for years, they can take this ketamine therapy and then they can quit cigarettes. 
That's a huge secrets are horrible for your health. So mm -hmm. it's a great therapy. Don't That's write good. it like people write it off sometimes. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You just need to use it for what it's meant to be used for. <laughs> that's what uh that's what got my dad a long time ago is uh cigarettes um yeah so I, I i couldn't i can't even i can't even be around cigarettes you know i mean sometimes you have no choice especially in las vegas you know like all the places are full of cigarette smoke and stuff like that but like like as far as smoking them for myself i i just can't i've tried them before like long long before this was like a long time ago now but like long before even uh, it took my dad out. Um, I I tried cigarettes and I'm just like, nah, I can't, I can't do it. And that's nah. big. That's big content right there, though, isn't it? Like as far as uh, like doing like cigarette smoking that content. Is, yeah. Same yeah. thing with uh, you know Mary Jane. Mary Jane is big content too. Big content, big smoker content. So whatever, yeah. teach their own. Teach their own. <laughs> So, so do you do you have any of that content out there right now? The Mary Jane content. Um. <laughs> wow, you maybe done. maybe like <laughs> on my OnlyFans, but like not with that purpose. Right. Like I, I probably have like oh, this year on four twenty, I was smoking, and I like took pictures of me like blowing the smoke. But like, no, I don't go heavy into that content. Cause like if you do, you get so you get so high. Say it again. I'm about to write it down. Number eleven. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say it again. But you get so high. Right. You get so high though. You can't just like do it for content. Then you're just like blown out of your mind for the rest of the day. No, Especially no. that Cali, that that Cali weed too. We were, I was talking about that on the last podcast. The Cali weed is serious. So yeah. It's so happy. I, I, I got to ask, since we were talking about ketamine and therapy and things like that, um, have you ever heard of ayahuasca and like shaman? I've therapy? definitely heard of ayahuasca. I would definitely like to try it. You'd be down? <laughs> Terrence McKenna. I, I like, I definitely had a Terrence McKenna phase and I would definitely like to try oh, it. Oh, you know who Terrence McKenna is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh damn! That's what's up. Did you did you watch it on the Joe Rogan podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Have, you ever, have you ever done anything like that? I want to, but I'm also very frightened to try it because I don't know how I'm going to react if I'm going to freak out or not, and that's like a big reason why I didn't smoke weed for so long is because when I would, I would have these paranoia trips and like just absolutely freak out. But I realized that the the more I progressed in life, I don't want to say older because you know I'm not really that old. No, no, but, no. Um, You're young. You're young still. <laughs> thank, you, thank you. But the more I progressed in life, the more I realized that uh I probably need it. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't I don't think I'm a stressed out person, right? But <laughs> but like for some reason uh, when I when I do partake in the the mar the marijuanas, I feel much more like just like easy going and just not as um 
what word am I looking for? Just intense. I, I get that a lot from people is they, they say, oh, you can be intense or you always got that look on your face like you're serious. And I'll be like the happiest person ever in the world. And they'll be like, are you cool? And I'm like, my bad. <laughs> you know, start smiling and stuff, you know, it's my resting face. <laughs> yeah, I know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say it. I'm about to. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm tallying her, everybody. Every Sorry. time she says a cuss word, I'm 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 tallying her. You're at, you're at twelve now. Even when you bleep yourself out, I'm writing it down because you thought it. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Uh, <sighs> well, Adaris. <laughs> well, it's it's been so fun. Um, I would like to go on for hours, and I know I know the people would like that too. But I want people to go and check out i know a lot of you already know all of her sites and all of her great content but for those who don't can you tell them how to find it i got her ig and her twitter at the bottom of the screen if you're listening to this and you're not watching it's a d e r e s q u i n underscore on ig and on twitter it's <laughs> quinny's piggies is q u i n n y s p-i-g-g-i-e-s um and uh, and they can find all of your content at those places right oh yeah and all my links at those places it's pretty simple but if you're at work don't scroll her twitter after 8 p.m don't scroll don't scroll my twitter <laughs> if you're at work period <laughs> period at or, all or- or not just her. <laughs> yeah, just Twitter in general. Just don't go on Twitter, especially if you've like found the the dark side of Twitter. I I found the dark side of Twitter on accident because I wasn't even on Twitter, but now I am, and so you know. So here we are. It's mostly dark side. <laughs> Is it really? It's like it's like. <laughs> I know. I might just be. I might just be used to it because I'm always on the dark side of Twitter, so I just assume that's all of Twitter. <laughs> You're just like accustomed to the to the dark yeah. side now. Yeah. I I, I got to figure out a way to not see FJs. Like I like. There's so many FJs that why pop up on my feed. See, why would you not want to see that? I I I don't want to see it. Like all like constantly on my feed. Like, I don't I don't like seeing guys parts that's like kind of my thing like so I don't know like for, for me like just seeing that kind of content it just is not what I prefer like I what do you prefer I've never been asked this on the on the podcast before I've never even been asked a question actually on Are you the podcast serious? <laughs> no no I do I'm just exaggerating <laughs> Wait, um, what? that's that's uh that's a good question though to be honest I I don't know. Like, definitely just the chick, though. It would have to be just the chick. But here's the thing, though, with me is, like, I want to have, you know, all of the models and just everybody who creates content on the podcast. So here's my dilemma with what I prefer is that I rather not look at the desired content as, like, like in a lustful way rather like i i rather look at it and be like i appreciate the art and the the work that went into this content i'd rather have this person on the podcast versus me looking at it and be like oh man like i'm so turned on and you know but shout out to everybody that do consume the content and i think that it's necessary and it's needed obviously i promote it you know i i 
have a platform for it and everything. But just from like a professional standpoint, no, you're I am um, professional. Yeah, exactly. Summed and that's up. just that's just what it is. Yeah, huh. that's so, good though. That's but well done. Thank you. Thank you. I can give an applause to myself. <laughs> but see, like that's the thing. Like if you can't, you can't mix business and pleasure. Like never, ever. If if you do that, or once, or well, unless you you do what you do. Like if you, you know, are a content creator and you are supposed to do that, then that's one thing. But me, I'm a podcaster, so you know, if now if I was a um, a P star, right? Then for sure. Then obviously, you know, I would indulge in a different way, but I get my satisfaction from having the guests, the wonderful guests on the podcast and creating more of a unity within the community. That kind of gets me off right there. Just knowing that there's progress being made in the FFC and in the world in general. So, yeah. I love that. I love Thank that. You. Do you Thanks really? Shoot? This all together. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that being said, Adaris, thank you greatly for being on the podcast and sharing your thoughts and experiences and all those things. And, um, you know, I hope everybody watching this right now or listening, go get familiar with Adaris if you haven't already. And if you are, you lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> Oh, I've got to tally myself. <laughs> All right. Well, would you like to say anything to your fans before we get off the podcast? Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for doing this podcast. I think it's a really cool thing for like all the fans, for the people that hopped on that are on this live and for who watch it later. Thank you for watching it. I love you. I appreciate you. You know where to find me. <laughs> and please do. And thank you again. Thank you again for hosting this and for doing this for us foot models because we don't have a lot of platforms, you know? We don't have a lot of places that don't kick us off right away. So it's really amazing that you do this for us. So thank you so much. Thank you. And, <laughs> and you all are very welcome. It is a pleasure having you all on the podcast. It was a pleasure having you on the podcast. And until next time, everybody... Smash that like button, leave that review, and we're out of here. Hey, we'll end with a foot march. Shout out to Adaris Quinn, everybody. What a blast of a guest to have on the podcast. Oh, what do they smell like? What do they smell like? A little vinegar. <laughs> a little vinaigrette. And let me shout out to everybody in the in the comments right quick. Shout out to Coda James, Young M, Nelson Lionel. Shout out to Mr. Fees, 4MG Arsenals, <laughs> Lord, Lord Void Fate Demonic. I haven't seen that name in the comments in a long time. Jimmy wants to turn off his hardwired lust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, he, he said hardwired, though. That's hardwired. Love it. Shout out to William, Gary Hansen. Shout out to everybody in the comments. Manos KF. All of you, thank you for tuning in. 
until next time. Um, Adaris, don't go anywhere. I'm going to holler at you after the broadcast. And we out.